Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Whatnots Review Show, uh, where each week we have a different story and we talk about it. Could be a comic, a movie, a TV show, or an in audio drama podcast, or the like. Uh, we go watch it, rate it, come back here, and discuss it. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Hello. Melissa, how's your weekend? It's been good. It's been chill. I I got my first vaccine shot. Mm-hmm. I got up real early good. in the morning and then I like I went to a farmer's market. I bought a candle. I bought a fresh bouquet of flowers for the living room. And then I let myself just lay on the couch all day yesterday after that. Yeah. It was pretty good. That was kind of my roommate's weekend, too, because she, she got her first shot uh, and then I, I got mm-hmm. mine last weekend. So people are starting to get out there and get vaccinated, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And my the vaccine event I went to was on my old college campus. Mm-hmm. It was in the theater building. And, you know, when you have that 15 minute observation period after you get the shot, they set us in the actual auditorium. So I'm staring at a blank stage, oh, but it still felt so good to be in a theater again. They they kicked me right out. They're like, "All right, you're you're done. Go what? have fun. <laughs> Don't die." <laughs> no, they wanted us to sit there for 15 minutes. Man, at least you got to be in a theater and like right take in the Sit-sit air in those and old stuff, chairs right? again. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild that like I'm getting a vaccine in the same place where like I saw cats and guys and dolls. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, Melissa, this week we are talking about a podcast, a ho- ho- uh-huh. ho- ho- horror fiction podcast called In Another Room. Uh, this is a Violet, a Violet Hour Media and E3W production. Uh, it's by Natalie Jones, Austin, and Aaron Keeling, and Casey Casey Josephov. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, but yeah. We, we're, we're a big fan of audio mm-hmm. drama here uh, at The Whatnots. We don't cover them as as much here on the show, but every now and then we like to sprinkle. Yeah, we get through a couple a year. Yeah, uh, and I thought it was about time to do another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we actually, uh, like, a, I, I guess about two weeks ago, uh Brigand Snow, Brigand Snow emailed me with a suggestion for a podcast, and it was this 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 one. And I was like, "Hey, I actually saw you tweeting about this, and I've been planning on pitching some more podcasts down the road, so I'll absolutely add this to the list." But I can't promise that it will be on the <laughs> show. He was like, "That's totally fine, uh, all that Aww. stuff." But yeah, here we are. We ended up picking uh, that one, and I'm excited to talk about it. Uh huh. Melissa, what did you think of In Another Room? 
I liked it. There's a very cool concept behind this show. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that this is adapted from an immersive theater production. And I can definitely feel that. This would be amazing to walk around some big house somewhere and see all these scenes playing out for you in those specific rooms. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 would be a lot of fun indeed. Um, I I enjoyed this quite a bit. Uh, there were some things that I was like, okay, I don't know how I feel about this, but in the end, I really enjoyed it. I think it wrapped up in a way that I was not really expecting, um, and mm-hmm. it was especially for being a horror podcast. I think ended on a good note. Yes, which is something I think you don't see very often in that genre, right? And it's just like, okay, things mm. are bad, and then they ended maybe slightly less bad. <laughs> yeah, I I appreciate a hopeful ghost story. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, I I so I, I guess for those of you guys who haven't checked this out yet, this is basically an anthology series uh that is all interconnected um mm. so, so it, it also kind of defeats the purpose of the anthology series but so it's it it all takes place in this house a specific house but each episode of the podcast focuses on a different room in the house and some kind of haunting or murder or something that happened in that room and the Mm -hmm. ghosts are still lingering and stuff like that um but to kind of be that narrative through line there is a character in modern day times who is uh kind of a bit of a ghost hunter uh and and is investigating this house uh and is trying to just figure out what makes it tick because there's so Mm. many things that happened at this house and then uh unfortunately for her she ends up getting stuck in in the house and it starts haunting her uh and so she's trying to like figure out what's happening and it turns out there's some mystery that she has to uh help solve and stuff like that and that is how she starts investigating all of these cases in the house Mm. in one room to another so Mm -hmm. uh yeah do 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 you have more kind of general thoughts that you wanted to add (laughs) on to this one yeah yeah like you mentioned it is uh it's this woman in the house who is going through all of these case files. Like she's got a record of everything mm-hmm. that's happened in the house and has noticed all the hauntings of the house are limited to the space where like a thing happened. If somebody died in the dining room, their ghost haunts the dining room. You're not going to find that ghost in the ballroom. Yeah. It's also part of what she's trying to figure out. And every episode is her uh, seemingly within a short span of time, like going from room to room, trying to find clues and trying to find out why she is stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, her her daughter is is also a, mm. a character that gets mixed up in in this. And yeah, she's trying to connect with her daughter, uh, mm. but is 
not on good terms and uh, is trying to keep her away from the house once she realizes that like she is now stuck inside this house and there are in fact some supernatural things going on because uh, she mm-hmm. realizes there's danger uh there and it's like hey stay away like i i I don't want you getting mixed up with this and meanwhile the daughter is like you always do this i hate that you like you showed up and didn't even say hi now you're at this haunted house without Mm -hmm. me um (laughs) you love this haunted house more than me mom right i'm real i'm not a ghost i'm here um yeah, it's 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 an interesting story. I, I I don't think I expected the like modern day twist. I I I was just yeah. kind of expecting it to be these a little bit less connected stories. Like I mm-hmm. maybe, maybe was going to be like, oh, that's someone's kid, and now something is happening yeah. to them. Yeah, but I didn't really know that there was going to be this through line in between it and i kind of liked that yeah and i think that's something you didn't mention when you were pitching the show to me i thought it was just going to be an anthology (laughs) right and then you'd realize oh this object that's in the house in episode seven is something that the person from episode three left in the house when they lived there yeah stuff like that yeah no yeah i like that there is a point of view character interacting sort of with all of these ghosts and taking a real personal interest in them as the people that they are indeed and not just as you know supernatural evidence now on a like scare level factor i thought this was actually pretty scary uh this did mm-hmm. a good it's, job it's intense, of yeah. uh yeah making me feel like i should look behind me when i'm alone in my house <laughs> and make sure it's, okay there's someone back there uh if mm-hmm. you guys know me i'm a big baby and i don't really like horror stuff um all all, all that much because i i do get scared and i don't like that feeling <laughs> but uh yeah th- this did a good job though i don't think uh it was so scary that you, you know someone like me who isn't the biggest fan of all of that stuff is gonna mm-hmm. be like uh, yeah, yeah no thank you right they're, they're, they're yeah. it's 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 fine there are some scarier moments but yeah, yeah and I think it's, it's oh, it maybe a little bit easier to take an audio drama format as opposed to somebody who doesn't like horror trying to watch a horror movie where it's got more Ooh. stimuli for you. See, that brings up an interesting question, though, of of like, how much do you want to leave to your imagination? Because mm-hmm. some sometimes, yeah, just letting your mind run of like, what do these characters look? What does that house look like? Right. Uh, yeah, it, it, it can almost be scarier not knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are some things, yeah, where I just like I maybe would rather not see. <laughs> like I don't want to know what that thing looks like, and I'm oh, just not gonna. I want to see about it. it. <laughs> God, I love spooky architecture. I love a house that is haunted, not for the things that happen in it, for just like the bones of the thing itself. Yeah, how it was built, the angles of the walls. Just infernal architecture is a real <laughs> soft spot for me. Yeah, it's 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 a good one for sure. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we can add to this before we dive into spoilers and stuff like that. I I I, I think we about covered it. 
I, mm-hmm. I guess this this uh, company does do a number of podcasts. Uh, it sounded like they had a pirate based ho- ho- horror yeah. one uh, in in <laughs> in there, which we got to hear the trailer for in one of the in one of the episodes. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for more stuff from Violet Hour Media. Hmm. Um, okay, let's get into a little bit of housekeeping, uh, and then we will dive into spoilers and start talking about the show a little bit more in depth. If you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there. Uh, We've been doing our reactions to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as well Mm -hmm. as some recent movie trailers that I I, I think you guys won't want to miss. We also just did uh, a a Japanese Kit Kat taste test thing on the Captain's Log. That was indeed a lot of fun. Uh, And we just had a really, really great episode of Crossplay, our video game podcast that we recorded yesterday. Uh, And that was a blast. Uh, So you guys should absolutely go check that out. We just started doing video with that one. We were waiting on everyone to get good cameras and stuff like that so we finally have that we are finally now a video podcast for crossplay uh so go check that out that was a lot of fun Mm. and if you like what we do patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us uh for as little as a dollar a month uh we have a three dollar tier uh, which you guys can get all kinds of exclusive content at, uh, which we finally scheduled our our next next <laughs> thing. Uh, we're recording it on Wednesday night, uh, so hopefully it'll be be out shortly after that. So be on the lookout for that this next week. We're g- going to be checking in on our vi- video game fantasy draft. Nice. Uh, and bidding on some new g- 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 games and stuff that came out. Um so yeah, be on the lookout for that down the road. And a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam. We love you a lot. Thanks, Sam. Thank you so much. Uh, if you guys want to check out live streams of stuff, we are usually mm-hmm. on Twitch Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Uh, streaming some video games as well as one of our podcasts. Uh, so be on the lookout for those in the afternoon slash evenings. Um, and if you guys want to support us there, you guys can subscribe to our channel. And if you have, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. Uh, you just have to link your account, which is super simple. And then you have a free subscription to give out each month. And we would love that to be us here at the Whatnots uh, because it costs you nothing extra and it gives us free money to make bigger and better Mm -hmm. content for you guys down the road so we would appreciate that a lot uh but that is about it for housekeeping so let's get on Mm -hmm. to spoilers bam officially in spoiler territory here we go melissa Uh 
They were all dead the whole time. Yeah, so are we. We 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 recorded this in the <laughs> past. Why? Uh, we both tragically died. Uh, here we are. Hopefully, this got released. Yeah. You know? I floated through my desk to get here. I don't walk anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you think I, 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 I exist beyond this like <laughs> frame, but I don't. Missed. I'm just the top half of my t- torso. <laughs> uh, or, or if you're listening to this as a podcast, I'm just a disembodied voice, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We're just like beams of light. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Melissa, where do you want to start with this one? What what stood out to you uh, about this show? Talking about the house itself, I really like the episode at the end, the penultimate episode where we find out the history of the house. Mm, yeah. And how it was always cursed before it was even built. Like this man, yeah, this like rich composer back in the... 17 1800s i forgot exactly like, like what where we were in the around timeline. when it was being built yeah yeah i think something like that here. yeah yeah um he wants this big beautiful mansion to be built for him and his wife and his wife's not there she's going to travel to the place once it is finished yeah and the construction crew like there's like mishaps with the construction crew there's a hole where it's not supposed to be you know there's stuff falling you know, it's a it's a troubled construction. And the the foreman's like, I don't want to be here after dark. Like, I'm not going to work on this extra thing for you. I'm not going to stay the night and, and celebrate with you after the house is constructed. I'm leaving. This place feels evil. <laughs> so before it's done, before a single thing has happened, everybody knows there's a vibe about this. This feels they just know something strange. is off. Yeah. And the I think and then when the wife is. Her and her horse-drawn carriage are coming up over the hills to, like, come to the house. The horses go too fast and, like, crash the carriage. So she dies before she even sets foot at the address. Right, yeah. And, like, one carriageman survives and he tells the the composer, like, she did get to see it before she died and she screamed. She was terrified of the sight of the house. Yeah, There, there, there was this really creepy moment when he is dis- when he's describing that and he's like yeah and in mm. that like moment when we were crashing i looked at the house and it was smiling at 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 me <sighs> and it was just like that's that's weird like i i i don't know mm-hmm. how i feel about the house having this like human property of like being able yes. to take pleasure in in seeing them <laughs> crash Right. That's yeah. weird. That's creepy. Um, I liked I, this backstory a lot. Hmm? Yeah. Like I, 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 I think the last thing that I wanted to add with that is I, I, I don't know if I imagine that as being a more realistic thing where me, 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 like, you know how sometimes when you look at yes. an object, object, object and you're like, oh, you know what? That kind of looks like a, a face that's smiling. Like, I, I, I yeah, don't know if Dr. it was Dr. Richard like... Strand would say, <laughs> apophenia, we're well familiar. It's just an upside down face, right? The eyes where the mouth should be and the mouth where the eyes should be. Yeah. I think... Like, I, I don't know if I picture that being this thing where, like, he thought mm. he saw that or if it is this thing where the house 
does just like in the design of the house it maybe yeah. is one of those objects that looks like like the there's two windows and then like a big porch mm. that like might be the mouth yeah. right or, or something like I, I I don't know what I picture this house to be, but regardless, yeah, that scene is, I think, one of the creepier ones because that, I yeah. think, is one of the maybe more metaphorical, right? Of, like, you don't know. Mm -hmm. Did it actually smile? Is this just, like, a yeah. giant demon house thing? Or was he just making it up in 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 this, like, panicking moment mm -hmm. and the composer yeah. i think says something about how the house wanted to be built like yeah. i like that this is not a normal house that was then uh built on a burial ground or a terrible murder happened there like the house is oh, not no. haunted no. because murders, murders happened, happened there, there. <laughs> murders happened because the house is haunted like it yeah. was this cosmic force like the house created itself like i have to exist i have to do this i have to be this suck point of terror you know in there the landscape go. around a me you know just like a terror <laughs> you get what i'm talking you know like at the end of poltergeist where the house swallows itself like that it's sure sure <laughs> i dug that uh very much i uh, that the house itself and it's not even like um, you know, Ghostbusters. Never heard of it. No. <laughs> like, how <laughs> yeah, well do you know I the know movie and beyond just the concept that you call these guys in jumpsuits? <laughs> you know, um, Sigourney Weaver's apartment building has, has like gargoyles on, yeah, on the yeah. roof of it. And like her apartment is haunted. <laughs> and there's a bit at the end of the movie towards the end where Egon's looking at the blueprints for the apartment. And he's like, whoever built this place is a madman. This is designed to like be an antenna for supernatural forces it's not even like the house is that it was not consciously built to be that through all good intentions of everybody who paid for it designed it built it they all wanted to build a normal big fancy house and the house itself is like no i'm cursed i'm definitely cursed i'm gonna kill everyone who comes near me and they're like we don't know how this happened we don't know why this is happening yeah, it was just this like strange anomaly of like it's mm -hmm. it's it it's a weird thing because it ends up being kind of a time loop, right? Like yes. there there is this thing where the the initial murder that happened uh again, we're in full spoiler t t t territory here. The girl that was murdered is the daughter of the like in character of the main character mm. of this show. But the main character lives in modern day times. And that first murder happened in the 1870s. And so it is this mm. weird thing where the daughter came to the house, got was looking for her mother, got lost in the house and somehow got transported back to the 1870s. And was mm -hmm. murdered as a result, um, which by, by, be, before they revealed that, like they, they, they keep mentioning like, yeah, I, I heard the original guy who lived here like murdered some chick chick in the basement. Mm -hmm. And they, they just they don't say anything else about that. And the basement is locked. So there is this like 
huh, okay, something is up with the basement. Yeah. Something is weird there. And then in the back of my mind, that was like all I knew about it. And then as it gets further along and still before they reveal that big twist, I they he ends up the 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 guy who owns the house goes in the basement because he hears things sees some random chick in his house and then just straight up murders her (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i like it's one of those things that like he there's there's so many ways that that could have gone but i guess just because the house is haunted it drove him to just immediately skip all of that and be like all right i'm just gonna beat you to death with a well, pipe I think or, he, so, or something i think right? he'd been haunted and he thought this is another ghost and he's like what am i gonna do to get this ghost to go away can i hit it and he hits her and there's blood and he's like that was a real lady how'd a real lady get in here but but like i i, I feel like he did that and then didn't stop and was like, oh, well, might as well finish what I started. In for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> right. I'm gonna murder this woman in my basement. Yeah. Yeah. So it it's it's yeah, it's it's a it's a fascinating story how that all loops back around. Mm. Um I I I like I I I think what really drove me and what hooked me with this podcast was actually the mystery, like the interconnectedness between mm-hmm. these stories. Um, however, I think that is also maybe one of my critiques is that at the end of the show, I don't know if that played a significant enough role. Uh, like there, there was the Ouija, but like you, you, you learn things about, uh, oh, like why is the, uh. the house showing me this one thing? Like I, I wanted more of that and maybe yeah. more reflection on that because I felt like I maybe didn't get enough of that. Um, and I think at the end, when they are trying to figure out how to like undo all of this stuff, like, hey, can we change it? We've kind of learned that you can escape that that the house. You you can change your own story. Um, mm-hmm. So how do we do that? It felt like it happened very very fast, and there were like it. it I I. It was just kind of a whirlwind, and then it was done. And then I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, well, I guess that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I feel like I would have liked a little bit, like at least one more episode to actually flesh that out a bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Like, okay, how are we changing it exactly? Is there a bit of a Groundhog's Day thing going on? Yeah. Here, because that's what they say. You know, these stories just happen over and over. So it's like, okay, what mm-hmm. happens if I move the key over here? No? Okay. Mm-hmm. Key back. What if I uh, sell the Ouija board? Huh? What, what <laughs> happens then, right? Um, yeah, like I, I, I wanted a little bit more of that puzzle and mystery because what they had in there was good. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I like this, that this is now crossing over with this story. And she learned this thing from that one. And I was like, I like this. This is good. So that 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 was my takeaway with that stuff. Yeah, I I think the time loop concept adds a lot to this narrative. I like how mm-hmm. that's an ingredient in 
all of these stories that we have happening, like they picked a focus of their spookiness. They're like, we're going to do a lot of time loops here. And each story makes great use of them. My favorite one, I think, is I think it's the living room. And it's these three women in like the early 1960s gathering for a Christmas party. And they're going to, you know, tell spooky Christmas ghost stories like the old tradition. And one of them starts telling a story about, you know, they said that once in this house decades ago, this woman murdered her husband like this. And one of them's telling the story. And then another woman mutters, no, it's not, not right. I didn't do that. I did this thing. And they're like, what are you talking about? And she's yeah. like, oh, I don't. I like, I guess if I was in that woman's shoes, that's what I would have done. And it, it comes out that each of those women is a ghost from that house that was, you know, killed there, you know, by their husbands, a ghost by their Christmas lovers party. Sounds great. <laughs> and it starts normally. You think it's just like one woman who lives in the house and like her two friends are coming to visit mm-hmm. her. Like they're having a, a, a girl's night with like Christmas punch or whatever. And they start telling stories and then you reveal like, you know, they've always lived here. I love the moment in any supernatural tale where a character turns to another character and says, think about it. You don't remember anything that happened before you got here, right? <laughs> yeah. I love that. The narrative starts where the episode starts with opening the door like, Carol, I'm glad you made it. Take off your coat. Yeah. Yeah, that that one was a fascinating one. I, I I think this series did a great job of making every story feel different from one another mm-hmm. and making them feel distinct. Yeah, because that one I think stood out. Um, because I I was not expecting that twist. Like I I don't think I've heard anything really like it. I'm I'm sure there's examples out there, but like. Mm. The twist is, yeah, they are already ghosts and the stories that they're telling are the stories of each other in in that. Yeah. And it it but I I think what's. Also neat with that one is that like that is not the only twist and it's like as they keep telling these stories, they're realizing that they're they're like telling the stories wrong or they're they're slightly changing them and then the stuff that mm. they change them to is then what happened and like like there's this like very meta thing that's ha- happening there that i think is just this extra like icing on the cake uh and it's just like oh this is really cool like who whoever yeah, thought of that and- one brilliant great job <laughs> yeah, the ghosts are also living through a time loop. It's not like this just happened to to Wendy, our investigator. The ghosts live through it, too. And so one of the ghosts, like as she keeps reliving these events, she changes what she does. She like hides a gun. So she gets to it before her husband gets to it. And she mm, still yeah. ends up dying. But she can like shoot him first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a fascinating thing. I I I like I really like st- stories that play around with that of of just like yeah. what if I change this one small thing? What happens? Yes. Then right that that g- g- good mm-hmm. old butterfly effect. Um. So yeah, yeah. You you mentioned that one was your favorite st- story, right? I think so. Yeah, I also really liked um. 
I like the story of Gregory and Anne, uh, although those are my parents' names. So to have this murderous Ooh, ghost couple weird. of the same names as my parents is weird. But I like the story itself. Spooky, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I think for me, my favorite ones. I, um, I, I liked the spear the, the like medium the f- mm-hmm. f- fortune t- t- teller one because there there is this like grandioseness to her character of like hey that's what yeah. i do i'm supposed to a- 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 act i'm supposed to be larger than life because all of this ghost mm-hmm. stuff is fake right and they're setting up the illusion of like, okay, and then when I say this, you'll hit this thing underneath the desk, which will make it shake. And they're set, setting this all up to do this scam. And their client comes in and they don't know him. They don't recognize him, all of that, mm-hmm. that, that stuff. And it turns out that he is the husband of the, the, of the, of the psychic's sister who was once committed to a psychiatric Mm. by the sister who wanted to do this stuff without like telling people the truth about what she's doing and stuff like that and it just it was this really strange story And, and it was this thing of like i was expecting Something to happen and maybe their client to get scared because something real was happening. Uh, and then, some, you know, something goes bad and they end up murdering him or they get murdered. Like, why would you bring mm-hmm. back my wife? Uh, but like, it's mm-hmm. almost the complete opposite of that, where the client walks in and he starts doing supernatural stuff like in their presence. And they're just like, yeah, whoa, whoa. Uh, hold, hold your horses there, Buckaroo. Uh, let's uh, let's let's pump the brakes a little, a little bit on that, uh, and then they start getting scared of like what mm-hmm. is happening. Like I, we're in the middle of something and we don't know what is going on. And yeah, there's this whole like possession narrative, and there's a character who escapes and makes it out, but can never speak of it, and so. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I think after this show, I'm left wondering about him. Like what what happened mm-hmm. to, to to him? Because at the end of this show, they change things, right, and fix things. Does that mean his like that story n- never happened? We don't know. Does that mean that he escaped and then all of a sudden the house is gone and he's just like, huh? I guess mm-hmm. no one would believe me if I told them now um yeah it's just it's something that was interesting to think about and I, I i liked this idea of this wasn't the people that lived there that was doing the haunting like they yeah they or 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 i mean i, I guess it still happened to them but also the people doing the haunting weren't necessarily from that house but they came to that house to haunt the yeah. people who live there it was yeah it's it, it's again one of those things that's like this is so distinct from everything else that you've mm-hmm. put in this so good stuff good stuff yeah yeah i think this did do some pretty inventive stuff with the the ghost story genre yeah Indeed. 
Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the audio design, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. What did you, you think of, of that? Did did you listen to this on like headphones or was it like on, uh, on your I listened phone to or speakers some or something? of the episodes on headphones, some on headphones, some just on my phone sitting here on the okay. desk. It is pretty good audio design. Yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. There's one thing I'm not so sure about. But uh-huh. I still think it hit all of the like check boxes. Like it still accomplished yeah. what it needed to do. And I think the 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 thing for me that stood out with the audio design was the the way the ghosts sounded. Um, mm-hmm. I I listened to this in headphones, and okay. for some reason I got a very digital feeling to the ghost just the way uh the way their voices were modulated or seemed to like at certain times they almost seemed to to glitch out or like Uh it got pitched down You, you um i i i don't even know exactly how you would do that sound but i imagine like an old tape recorder or something that got slowed mm. down and the voices you know go from here the way i'm sounding right now to maybe down a little bit low and then back oh, up yes. and yeah. stuff like that it was that mixed with some of the like stuttering and reverb and all that stuff it like it it sounded great I don't know if that would have been my first choice of like, this is how mm-hmm. the ghosts sound. And so I'm, I'm not sure if that sat well with me. Of, of, of like, it just, it sounded a little bit too digital, but it still worked. Okay. It still ac- yeah. ac- accomplished this like, holy shit, what is happening? I, this is some big scary <laughs> thing that I don't want to fuck with. Uh, and I, yeah, did, like no, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, did, did yeah, did did something like that stick out with you? Did did you <gasps> notice that? Do you I, have thoughts? <laughs> I didn't pick up on that at the time. Now that you mention it, I can't. I can't go back and remember that. And I think Wendy's own tapes do that occasionally, which I chalked up to to just like errors in the recording, especially. You know how many supernatural stories there are where like recordings act kind of funky when they're around a lot of like ghost energy. Yeah. yeah. We've encountered this somewhere. It's a familiar concept. It happens. <laughs> so I chalked it up to that. Yeah, I like the, the the audio design sounded pretty good. There were points, especially in the first episode. I was surprised how like fast the first episode got down to business about this lady is in a very, very haunted house. Like mm-hmm. all these ghosts like descend on her at once and it's a little bit cacophonous at some point. Like there are there were points where I found uh, it a little hard to track, like as good as the audio design seemed like it was like that's deep, rich tones. I bet that's an excellent Foley for everything that's happening. I couldn't exactly always picture what all of it was in my head. Yeah, there are there are a few times where it seems to be kind of a big whirlwind of chaos of things happening yeah, which could be one of their goals you know wendy is in a whirlwind of chaos yeah like i i think it succeeds in a way that like yeah there's a big moment happening it's the like the characters are panicking or they don't know what to do or they're screaming or yelling or running or something it is just this big moment 
of things happening, right? So I, I don't know if you're necessarily supposed to track everything that is happening in yeah. in that. So I, it's it's successful. Um, and yeah, like it it did feel like things were spinning in those moments, uh, which I I think is hard to get instead of it just being a jumble of stuff. It was mm-hmm. a jumble of stuff, but in a in a way that was like like I, I felt there was presence and space in there. I, I that mm. that's a strange yeah. way to describe that, but. Yeah, I felt like I was in the middle of that, if that makes sense. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it does sort of do the um, uh, the stereo moving around you a bit. For the episodes I li- did listen to on my headphones, I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I liked this a lot. Um, I, if, if, if I had to suggest anything else of something that i would have liked to see is maybe a few more quieter moments um yes i i think in this show something is always happening uh which Uh isn't necessarily a bad thing i I think sometimes people just want to get to the content and stuff right and like all right what you know what's next and I, I think I would have liked because I mean, that is the thing. Like she is in this house. She is looking. She's investigating. Mm. She's thinking she's solving a puzzle. Like there has to be times where she, where she is stuck or she is thinking and. There's just nothing happening, right? Mm. Like I, 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 I want quieter moments where they are solving it because it it. it as as much as I liked the mystery in the house, um, I, I, again, like it, it felt like it almost happened to her. The mystery mm. happened. She she didn't necessarily solve it, but it happened, right? Um, but but yeah, I mean, like I I, I again, I don't necessarily think it's it's a bad thing that it just continually mm-hmm. moved on because it told the story that it needed to t- tell and didn't have all this. A- 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 extra stuff there so yeah i i I think it fits yeah i would have liked a little bit more from wendy about what it's like to be trapped in this haunted house beyond the parts of it that are i am interacting with and investigating the ghosts like how it's unclear exactly how much time she spends here particularly since the show will it relies on time loops so much Mm-hmm. but did she like bring a cooler with her? Does she have food? Was there food when she got there? Like do ghosts do, which eat? bedroom did she pick to sleep in? Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted the smaller, more mundane details of her investigation and her experience being in this house. Yeah. I, th- I think there is a little bit of a time discrepancy thing. I think for, yeah. for Wendy herself, it's not, it, Things are happening fast. I think she's really only uh-huh. spent that one afternoon there. Mm. But I, we, we do get that one phone call where she, she's um, at. Well, there, there is the one in 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 the first 
episode um, mm-hmm. where she's like, yeah, I've been here for like 15 minutes. And the kid is like, no, you've been there for like 10 hours and stuff. And then I think we see another yeah. one down the road where it's like, it's been like three years and like you've been gone. Yeah. Like all of this. stuff. So there is some big time discrepancy happening mm. uh, with that. But um, yeah, like I, I it's. Yeah, I, I like I, I want more investigation into some of those details yes. and stuff. Like yeah. That. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. Something I kind of wanted out of the show. I was uh, surprised at how few rooms we actually got to. It's eight episodes mm-hmm. and the uh, and like the middle six episodes are like the living room, the dining room. Yeah, the basement, etc. I wanted to get to a bunch more rooms. You wanted you the show parlor, me a bathroom the haunting closet, yeah. the maids' quarters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, is there a specific closet haunting? They mentioned an attic, the spookiest room. We don't get to the attic. I wanted to know, like, how far outside the bounds of the house is there, like, a gazebo haunting? Do we yeah. go into the yard? Is there an outdoor haunting? Is there a hidden room with like a wall built over it? That would have been interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted this to be like a little bit more like clue. I wanted every clue room <laughs> to be hit. We only got most of them. So I it doesn't seem like there's going to be a season two of, of this. It seems like they're, they're yeah, just the doing like, story Hey, this resolves. is our, our, sh- our show. Yeah. And we're moving on to the next one. Um, do you think that this show had room for a season two? Ah, I, d- I don't think so. I I like how it ends. I like how, uh, Wendy or is able to prevent Frank Smith from killing Liliana and stop that initial first blood in the house that really kicks the house into gear into mm-hmm. becoming a terror murder machine. I like that this is a ghost story, you know, where this time displacement can lead to you fixing the problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like we do you know, all these issues with Wendy, like going into the house and it seems like she's been gone for three years or however long. We don't get more of that because at the end of the season, at the end of the series, like they've closed that loop. Like that isn't happening now. They fixed whatever would lead to that happening. Mm -hmm. So it's neat that we get this weird mystery thrown in that they don't have to resolve because they take a complete left turn and that pathway doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, yeah, I wish this was a great length, you know, for our week of listening to it it between episodes. (laughs) But yeah, I, I kind of wish it would instead eight episodes. It might have been like ten or twelve, and they were a little bit shorter, just so we could get to more rooms. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe the theatrical experience is different. I mean, yeah, you never know. Maybe there is a like they substitute the kitchen for something else, or you know, or yeah, I mean, that might be a, a thing of if it is interactive. Maybe they do different rooms based on what they think the crowd will like in in there oh that could be interesting um yeah or like maybe this is the most common pathway of rooms but there's like a couple alternates that the audience could have wandered into yeah yeah if like someone 
point something specific out or if they react a certain way to mm. one thing yeah that, that that would be interesting i wonder uh what was the scariest moment for you what was what was the thing oh. that really gave you chills <laughs> um i'm not sure i it might have been that horse accident like just the idea okay. of like you're standing like on the porch of your your beautiful brand new home you've built for your wife and you see her coming up over the hill and you can tell that the horses are going too fast but you're so far away you can't do anything you have to just stand there and watch yeah yeah that that really stinks um that mm -hmm. that is horrific in a more tragic yeah. sense right cuz it's not a haunting i mean I, Yes, it is in a strange way, but like you're not seeing a ghost like you're not witnessing a murder. Well, again, there are some caveats with that, but like, yeah, you're not seeing some poltergeist or hearing some voice. It's just watching a car crash, watching a carriage crash, which is something you can see almost any day. Yeah. That's something but that always is, this, yeah. is very effective for effective for me when thrown into a horror story. Something that's like just an accident, not an act of violence, not something where you're even entirely sure there is a malevolent force involved. Just an accident. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, th I think for me, the scariest moment was in episode two uh, when she's like first starting to investigate the house yeah and, uh this is they're they're doing the story of the guy that i think dealt with the mob or something and the mob was there to kill him um and he goes and he hides underneath the bed as she's like sitting yeah. on top of it and she's sitting there like the guy doesn't see me like i can't interact with him like this is a ghost uh what was this kate and she's like figuring this stuff out and talking to her and this whole time you can just hear him being like oh god please no oh god please no someone help me someone help. Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like what is going on this is this is strange and then all of a sudden yeah. he reaches up and grabs her and is like you help me please like i can see you you're yeah. right there and she is just freaked out of like what in the world this thing can see me mm -hmm. oh my god um and yeah that was like uh that that was like the first moment that was just like oh this is this is really scary because <laughs> mm -hmm. um, because yeah that that starts to open up things of like okay well if he can see her are the people that are coming to kill him will they be able to see her is this going mm. to change the story some uh, how what does this mean for yeah. the other stories is she going to play a part in those things is she just going to be a witness um yeah we don't know but it was this thing it like in number two things are still unknown right we don't know how mm -hmm. this whole thing operates so the fact that he did reach up and touch her and grab her was just like yeah no i am done no thank you <laughs> i i would hate that <laughs> yeah i liked that she could interact with some of the ghosts and they knew she was there like walter the soldier i like that she's like talking him through his life and his relationship with his boyfriend from the army yeah, yeah. that so 
I, I do have to say, I think the number station one was maybe the one I was a, the, the most disappointed in. It's still mm. a good story, but they're listening to number stations and... I like there's there's so much room yeah. for conspiracy and connecting the dot. Well, he keeps repeating this number and that number mm-hmm. uh, was the, the 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 date that we first went on our 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 first date, and so that means this and 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 like just to to hear him connect the dots that way, I think would have been really neat instead of being like, yeah, I'm listening to this number station. Because there's something else behind it, because um, they they do the whole thing with like the piano keys correspond to numbers, yeah. which meant this date. Like I, that was the thing that I loved. I was just like, give me more of this. Yeah, I and, love a a tangible puzzle like that. Yeah. yeah, and so the idea of like a numbers station is just like, oh shit, here we go. This is gonna be good, great, mm-hmm. and then they almost just completely ignore it. Like there's. It has nothing to do with the numbers. Like he could have just been l- listening to smooth jazz 105.9. <laughs> right. And then, and then there just happens to be something in, in the back around there. So a little disappointed in that one. But I think that mm-hmm. one was um, was also a good story. I, I think that one was. Yeah, emotionally, it's great. One of the stronger ones emotionally. Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. one and the dinner party where the where the husband yeah. is not remembering that she is yes. his wife. Like that one is that one sucks. And it's it's scary in the fact that like that was, again, happening when everyone was alive, maybe. Uh, but there, there, this idea that like it is more of a sickness than like yes. we're seeing a ghost this is someone who maybe is developing alzheimer's right and is just mm-hmm. not is is scared and confused and that can be really tragic and to someone that is happening too can be very scary yeah there's a variety of uh horrors within this house something wendy mentions that towards the beginning of the first episode where she's like there have been 86 murders in this house over the years and this many fires you mentioned there's been five stillbirths which is another which isn't something like a you normally attribute to a haunted house but this house just causes general purpose misery and tragedy and terrible things to happen yeah far outside of what we would normally see a haunted house causing yeah not everything is this terrible bloody murder or a ghost it's other it, it, more sadly down to earth forms of tragedy yeah yeah that's a that's an interesting thing to note with that mm-hmm. um let's see how how did you feel about the acting that's the next thing that i want to dive into we've talked about the sound design and stuff but the acting in particular <laughs> i thought it was pretty good i i think they picked there's very little levity in this series. It's it's a pretty intense horror drama, but they pick little moments for the actors to have a bit more fun. I think that's why I like that Christmas party episode because at the beginning, you know, some of the actresses are like, oh, it's a party. You know, like there's a particular one of them who's like really living it up, you know, pouring cocktails. And in the ah. dinner party episode, 
they've got that they they have that other couple over and the, the wife is just this sort of bigger than life character you know she reminds me a lot of Catherine Hahn's performance as Agnes in WandaVision where mm-hmm. she's a sort of heightened larger than life fun sassy neighbor who's there to offset the personal horrors yeah. that the hostess is yeah. undergoing <laughs> yeah i i enjoyed the acting i think this was also maybe another one of my hesitations with mm-hmm. the show um the, the acting was all very very good i think it was all very obvious that they are stage a- a- actors uh, okay. and, and it felt very larger than life. It felt very dramatic, uh, which is a great thing for what they do on stage or in this interactive theater, right? Like you have mm. to act in a certain way that is heightened so that people in the back can see your emotions and smiles and how you're reacting to certain situations. But when you're on a podcast you can tone that down some and almost be more effective. Yeah. Um, and mm. I, it's, it, there's definitely a balance that is to be found there. Cause again, the acting wasn't bad. They're all phenomenal mm. actors. It's just because they're all th- this one style. It felt like it was like, well, I guess if you don't really like that style of acting in a podcast, you can kind of mm. see how some people might think it's a little cheesy or stiff of, mm. of like, oh, you're being overly dramatic in this situation. I don't know why you would be that dramatic. Um, but yeah, like I, I really wanted them to loosen up a bit and mm. maybe have a little bit more ad libbing in there. It did feel like, well, not everyone yeah. really talks that way and mm. stuff like that. Um yeah, I, I I would have liked to 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 hear or or feel that more natural reaction to things, um, but again, in the way that they did make this show, um, I think it works. It works really well, especially I think how, with how the show a- a- ends, which we'll we'll get back to in a sec. But like we've mentioned how. There's something that is kind of always happening, right? The show continually moves mm. forward. Uh, there's there there is no extra stuff that is happening. Or excuse me, I have the hiccups. Um, yeah, like there there there's no there's no extra stuff. There is like it. It's just it's produced very well and tightly, and I think the way they mm. acted in the show helps that. Um, so. Yeah, like this show is fantastic. Um, just I think my personal taste was like, well, I kind of would have liked to see it this one way instead. But mm. that's not what we, what we got. So, oh, well. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, yeah. Did, 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 did you happen to have like because we, we've mentioned favorite stories. Did you happen to have a favorite character or someone that stood out to you? <laughs> How did you feel about Wendy? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you haven't talked much about Wendy herself. Yeah, I... She's a good in-character. Yeah. I love her square burgers. Yeah. 
She's a good in character. She's got a real investigative passion. And like I mentioned earlier, I like that she's really looking at these ghosts as not just can I figure out what's going on here? Can I help these ghosts? If it seems if they can see me the way I can see them, can I give them any words of comfort? Can I give them this outside perspective that could help them out? Yeah. Good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I liked her a lot. Um, the the one that I wanted to he- see more of was her daughter. Right. I we only yeah. we got her on the phone a couple times, and I I really liked the way that. Uh, let's see who who did the voice acting. Uh, Nira Durhart as as Liliana. Um, yeah, I really, really, really liked what they did with with that character because it really did feel like she was on the outs with her mom of being like, look, you've ignored yeah. me when dad died. You just went on your own. Like I, you've left me to fend for myself. But then mm-hmm. as the show progressed, you do hear this thing of like, I lost my mom to this house and I keep getting calls from her number, even though her phone maybe doesn't exist or is in, you know, so she's, she's starting to get worried and scared and you can really hear it in her voice that she has, like, she's gone through this stage of annoyance to frustration to confusion to like she's 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 gone through like all seven stages right of yeah of what and now <laughs> she's she is determined like i like look i don't know if you can hear me or what these phone calls are exactly but if you're out there i will find you like i i am coming mm-hmm. to the house we will fix this and all of that stuff and of course we can hear the opposite side of that which is just like no don't don't do not come here you are Mm -hmm. the one that gets murdered like it starts with you um and yeah i i i i liked her character a lot but we don't see or hear much of her um Mm -hmm. but I, i think she was the one that stood out to me so yeah she's great there you go like you said, a lot of emotions. We don't know very much about her. We don't have a great handle on how old she is. Seems like anywhere between like early, like kind of college age to maybe like yeah, to early 30s. We don't know. We don't know what she does for a living. Yeah. Uh, I forget. Is this in Los Angeles? Did they mention that? Uh, yes. Is that where the if house I'm not is? Mistaken, it okay. is an L.A. based house. Okay. LA Which is interesting. Mer- well, you don't see a lot of. Yeah. At, at least that's where the. Well, it, the show is the like immersive show of the same name so i'm assuming it's in la i think that's what they said yeah except for (laughs) i think except for the big one the winchester mystery house and poltergeist okay so you do have two very famous haunted houses in the california area yeah but typically you know when you picture haunted house you picture some ancient you know not ancient but like very old victorian house on the eastern seaboard yeah, and the in the northeast, something yeah, like, Stephen King is, area. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. So let's talk about the ending a bit here. So we've already mentioned that. Yeah, this whole thing starts when Liliana 
goes after her mom in this house and somehow gets transported back to the 1870s and is then murdered. That's what basically starts this whole thing. Uh, and then Wendy is the one trying to fix things of like, how, how do mm. I change it? How do I fix it? Uh, and that's what the show ends with. It seems like, because correct me if, if I'm wrong, it seemed like they saved her and then tried to like get her into the other stories so that the, because it, it seemed like the other ghosts were yeah. there trying to help because she was taking the idea of like if i work with the house they can help me um yeah so i i took that as yeah like she's trying to insert her in these other stories or at least to get her into these other rooms not i i, I guess not necessarily insert her in these stories but mm -hmm. get her into these other rooms in hopes to change things and help her escape um yeah is 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 that what you got with that what did did you understand that mm -hmm. sequence in this yeah i think we do hear way? yeah i think we hear liliana get dragged through all the other stories almost like those are the layers like that's the pathway you walk in and out of the house yeah metaphorically yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's what i i thought too but once they do save her it uh -huh. magically changes the house. The 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 guy who uh, built the or was building the the house and then witnessed mm -hmm. his wife dead dead die in the accident. He ended up uh, lighting the house on fire and killing himself, and that was it. That was the end of that house, and it just mm -hmm. burned down and kind of became a vacant lot. And so yeah. Wendy kind of wakes up in the middle of this uh, thing. Funny enough, very similar to another show that you mentioned uh, not long ago. That's in the Marvel wheel wheelhouse um, where the, they're, <laughs> they're just in this empty lot at the end. Yes, and, and then yeah. she just kind of walks off and is like, huh, OK, uh, that was strange. But then she. So she she goes to visit someone. Do you remember who that character was that was writing the isn't, stories? Uh, isn't it the because I just re-listened to the first episode this morning to kind of refresh my memory because uh, I did like this story. Yeah, I like the show and like I was engaged in it while I was listening to it. But I did keep finding that like the next day I didn't remember what happened in the previous episode I listened to, which is on me. I've had like a very busy long week yeah but anyhow but i re-listened to the first episode i think it's the woman who owns the house because when wendy gets okay. there there's some lady who owns the house and she's like agreed to let wendy in to like spend the night there so i think she goes back and it might be that same lady who owns a different house that's been built on that same plot of land and she talks about how her wife died but it doesn't seem like it's horror haunted related at all it's just a natural tragedy of human life unfortunately and she talks about how yeah. her wife would write ghost stories and i kept expecting there to be like her those stories that happened in the house That's still exist but they're like fiction yeah. Yeah. in this world it doesn't it doesn't go in that direction but you can imagine it and it it, it ends with a, a a lovely monologue about the importance of ghost stories and how it just 
oh, makes us think about our legacy and the impact we have on other people. Yeah. Um, but then they they legitimately end the series with a poem. Um, yeah. Which was really interesting, and I was not expecting at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it it was kind of this nice no pun intended poetic touch like it it yeah i I think it wrapped things up very very nicely in in this like well we learned some things let's reflect on that here (laughs) is a poem to wrap things up and i i i don't mean that in a demeaning way in the slightest like i i i Mm -hmm. I, like, like it was genuinely surprising that they did that and i liked it a lot like I it it was this other kind of form of uh I, I, I don't know what the right word is for that. I, I guess this other medium. Um Yeah. Right, that they ended it with that it was just like, oh, like I, I haven't seen any other audio drama podcast do that. Um uh-huh. but I I in like in my mind I was just imagining this like big tracking shot that is like zooming out with the narrator with the narration of that poem and it was like this is nice this is i think like you said at the start this is actually kind of hopeful huh okay like that like mm-hmm. it, it put me in a much calmer mood than i was expecting like at the end, I was expecting there to be a hint of, yeah, but something is still strange. We're not going to say what, but it's something. Right. And and, mm. and, and it, I was expecting it to leave you with this like unsettling feeling. Um, and no, no, it was just like it, it was <laughs> this very, vivid, hopefully. very nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed that because, again, I'm a big yeah, scary I... cat. I'm a baby. So they were just like, it's 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 OK, Kyle. Everything's gonna be all right now. Just thank you. Thank you. I, I needed that. Yeah, yeah. I do appreciate a ghost story that isn't about banishing a ghost. It's about trying to understand why is this ghost doing what it's doing. Can we fix this? Can we make this situation better instead mm-hmm. of just exercising the ghost and burning the house down? And which they did in this story, but. Yeah. It ends positively. There's no lingering malice. Yeah. Like, we, we figured it out, guys. You know, any other tragedy that happens for me at this point on is just normal human tragedy and not the, the, not the effect of a spooky house that built itself. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um, you know, I think that is about all I have to say on yeah. In Another Room. Good stuff. Go, go, go check it out. Go check out in another mm-hmm. room if you haven't yet. There you go. Uh, Melissa. Yeah. Let's do some recommendations. If people liked this podcast, what else might they like? So one of the reasons I picked this is that I I just listened to a Haunted House podcast. I'm like, oh, great. Cool. I've already got the perfect recommendation. <laughs> there is a... A podcast produced by like BBC Channel 4. It's called The Battersea Poltergeist. And this is a combination true crime investigation and audio drama recreation. Oh, interesting. So in the 1950s, there was a case in England 
about uh, a girl and her house and her family that appeared to be haunted by this poltergeist. And it was this huge news story. It was all over the newspapers, all over the tabloids, a big sensation. Mm -hmm. But after the activity kind of died down, like the story was largely you know, forgotten. It fell by the wayside. So this podcast is this man investigating this story. And the most of the participants in it have died. But the the girl herself who was haunted, who was like 15 when the story started, she's still alive. She's in her 80s. So this this podcast is him interviewing her and she's got all of these records there was a paranormal investigator who would come to the house and like stay with her family and try and figure this out and she's got all of his records so it's him talking to her looking through these records he's got other experts that he's talking to conducting experiments like okay it was said that the noise in this house that the poltergeist might have caused was this many decibels I'm going to play my stereo at that many decibels and my neighbor's standing outside and I'm going to call her and ask if she can hear it. Like it's stuff like that. And it's a scripted audio drama portion where they, you know, it's like the dramatic reenactments if right. you were watching, but they're you know, like a show on a TV, but an audio drama yeah. format. Yeah, yeah. And the audio drama sections are great. Got stars like Toby Jones, Bern Gorman, Daphne Keene. It's really well done. Uh, it's an interesting patchwork of different approaches to telling this story. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The Battersea Poltergeist. Uh, it just aired like, I think maybe late last year or earlier this year. It's had eight episodes and they're like taking a bit of hiatus and they're going to come back with like another episode soon ish. That's like, OK, after we release that final episode that tells sort of the end of the story. After we've had a chance to reflect on it, this is what else we think. There's more theories. We gave you the opportunity to ask questions, and we are going to give those questions to Shirley herself, nice. the girl who was haunted. Yeah, okay. and see what she has to say about your questions, what she remembers. Interesting. Good stuff. Um, yeah. So I have a few recommendations. I think there's the obvious mm. audio drama recommendations if you want another good horror podcast go listen to the black t t tapes or something yes. like that we we love that show here um uh i i think i would like to recommend lock and key uh both oh, the yes. comic That's and the t tv show uh on netflix the comic is phenomenal i've actually actually so i listened to the audio book version i haven't read the entire oh. comic exactly um but we did cover like that the first two volumes of the comic here on the mm -hmm. review show a while back i don't remember what episode number it is um melissa would you it's mind like looking last that, that february well i yeah I i'll look it up talking yeah yeah um, and that is also about a house uh that has these strange keys that will unlock different things different doors or the like uh and they embed or imbue you i don't know the right word there they unlock different things and yeah. so they give like different powers and and stuff like that yeah it was episode 93 from february of 2020 there you go um yeah mm -hmm. i i think especially since that one deals so much with the 
house itself and yeah. like what are the different rooms of the house and the keys and what do these keys do and the mystery of what happened there at that that house lock and key would absolutely uh be mm-hmm. something to check out um yeah g- great book but there also is an audio drama version of that or i guess like an a- audio book interesting version of that um yeah, so then you guys can go check that one out too. And I know season two of the Netflix show is c- coming eventually. I'm not sure when mm-hmm. exactly, but yeah. that'll be there. Um, we also covered a show last October for our Halloween month called Typewriter. Uh, this was a Netflix yes. original sh- show, but it's an Indian show. Um, th- th- this, it, yeah, it's it's all uh, ac- act- actors and actors is from india uh and it kind of jumps back and forth between english and their 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 native tongue um and yeah it was just really interesting to see a foreign or just just like not primarily english horror story um but it is about a haunted house or i guess more specifically a haunted typewriter but it yeah it all takes (laughs) place like in this big house or right around it um and i would recommend that because it was a lot more fun than we were expecting like yes it had its its scary moments yeah but it also had its like scooby-doo fun time like let's have a good joke and laugh and it was just a good mix of of stuff there yeah, yeah, it's, it follows the adults, it follows the kids, yeah. and, you know, there there's scary stuff and funny stuff that happens to both groups of people investigating the spooky house and its haunted typewriter. Yeah, indeed, indeed. That's I a good one. That typewriter on uh, Netflix. I have one more recommendation. Go for it. This reminded me a lot of a particular episode of X-Files. Mm. It's from season five or season six. I think season six. It's called How the Ghosts Stole Christmas, and it is uh, it's Christmas Eve. The Mulder calls Scully, makes her meet him outside of this old mansion, and he tells her the story about how back in like World War One, this couple here had a, you know, they were facing all this tragedy in their lives. They thought they were going to be like torn apart by the war. So they did a, a murder suicide and their ghosts have been haunting this house since then. And there have been all these other couples who've tried to live in the house since then that have also befallen to a, a murder suicide. Mm-hmm. So they go in to try and <laughs> investigate it. This is just a thing Mulder wants to do. This yeah. is an f- official FBI <laughs> X-File case. And Scully's like, Mulder, I have to leave. I have to like wrap presents for my nephews. I can't do this with you. But they get locked in the house and the entire episode is a bottle episode. Mm. It's all in that house pretty much. And it's just David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. And the the ghosts played by Lily Tomlin and Ed Asner. It's an amazing episode. I watch it most Christmases. Nice. But it's great for any time of the year. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. That's fun. That's a fun one. Um, mm. There you go. That's our recommendations for what else you might want to check out if you enjoyed this. Yeah. Uh, I also know that Violet... Our, we, we did mention it. They have a couple uh, 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 other shows uh, that you can 
check out. Uh, let me see if I can find where, where did their uh, web link to their website go website. There it is. Um, see if I can find they have one called Between the Devil, which I think is the pirate. One. Okay. Uh, and then they have one called the Elmwood Strain which I, I don't really know what that one is. A traumatized woman reluctantly returns to her dying hometown to find the stoner friends she abandoned are hooked on a strange new drug with bizarre, seemingly supernatural qualities. Um, mm -hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that one is happening now. I think it started in January. And it actually, it looks like it might be done. There's eight episodes of that one, so... Who knows? Hmm. That one may have just wrapped up. But yeah, go check out more of their work. They, they made some mm -hmm. good stuff with this one. Um, Melissa, it is your turn to do the pitches for this next week. Yeah. So what have you got for me? Uh, at the beginning of this year, I thought it would be fun if we went back and looked at a movie from 2011, from 10 years ago. Okay. And I remember I looked through our, the list of movies we'd covered over the podcast and I found like at least one that we already had done. It might have been Attack the Block. I'm not sure. But I thought, OK, you know, we, we can still I think do. I heard like a month ago mm -hmm. there, there are rumors of them maybe doing a sequel to Attack the Block. I which love I would it. freaking love because oh, that movie is great. <laughs> it was really fun. But I thought, OK, we could certainly do this again but let me look and see if there's any years that we haven't done a movie from like i, oh. I looked at like all the movies we've covered i might have missed one because we've done a lot of movies and i just looked at movies and i didn't look at like tv shows or comics or anything we've done a movie from i think every year from at least the past decade you know maybe since like 20 you know, 2008 2009 except for 2013 so my pitches this week are three movies from 2013. Okay. <laughs> Just so we can say we've done every year. <laughs> okay. And conveniently enough, 2013 was the year one of my favorite movies was released. This is a movie I've been trying to get you to watch uh, for like two I years. I what it is, I think. It is. It is Pacific Rim. Yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> I don't I don't know how you have not seen Pacific Rim. I haven't. I haven't mm. yet. I'm I'm a but big uh, Gundam fan, so it's just like, yeah. Kyle, what are you doing? Watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is directed by Guillermo del Toro, and it is uh, a, about a, a world, our world, several decades in the future where these giant monsters have started emerging from, you know, beneath the Pacific Ocean. And, you know, the, the world's not quite a dystopia, but there's been a lot of destruction. People have lived, you know, have moved, like, in, towards the interiors of their countries. You know, like, there's cities on the coast, like a Sydney or somewhere has been destroyed. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough time to live. These monsters keep coming, and the world has invented these giant robots called Jaegers. <laughs> that are there to fight the kaiju away. Yeah. Yep, and so it's a, the story of a a Jaeger pilot. Every Jaeger is piloted by at least two people in a, a cybernetic link with each other that they've got a complete understanding of each other and they use this to just pilot their robots around. So it's like they've got a link with the robot and if one of them goes down, the other one can keep piloting the robot and it's this guy who who 
whose brother died while he was cybernetically linked with him in this robot. And he's been haunted by this death. And he teams up with this this young upstart. <laughs> he teams up with the wonderful Mako Mori, who was adopted by Idris Elba after a monster killed her family in Tokyo, I think. Mm-hmm. And they're they're going to pilot their Jaeger and fight a bunch of monsters. It's just great. It's wonderful. <laughs> you know what this movie is. You're familiar enough with the concept of the yeah, movie. Absolutely. It's real. It's it knows what it is. It is kind of a corny popcorn feature. It is big robots fighting big monsters. Okay. But there's so much detail and craft and world building in it. And it's a lot of fun. Cool. And I, I think um, in modern day, right, like right now, there was a new animated Netflix show that ties in Pacific Rim the Black, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, that they interesting. Just I was released. not aware of that. Yeah. Huh. Pitch number two, uh, a very different tonally. This is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Ah, this okay. stars and is directed by Ben Stiller. And it's based on some old short story, I think, from I've the mid century. Sh- short story, yeah. Yeah. And it's about Walter Mitty, who's this man who uh, works in the photo archives of Life magazine. Uh, and he finds out that the magazine is about to shut down. And he's supposed to pick the photo for its final cover. This magazine known for having these beautiful photographs on the cover. And there's this photographer he works with who's out in the field who sent him this last batch of photos and included a note saying, I think number 13 is amazing. I think that would be great on the cover. But that negative is missing. So Walter Mitty, who's this man who lives this very small, mundane life, Goes to work, goes home, never does anything exciting, but is always daydreaming of adventure. Mm-hmm. He used to run off to like Iceland to track down that photographer. Like, you have to give me that negative. That has to be the photo that we put on our final cover. Yeah. It's it's a fun movie. It's very mm-hmm. sweet. And it's just a lot of beautiful Icelandic landscapes. It's a nice little mini vacation. Yeah, I I, I had to read the short story. I think our teacher like read it to us i think in mm-hmm. i want to say elementary school it could have been middle school though I, I was pretty young but i i remember really enjoying the story because it is about this guy, yeah this guy that just has this boring mundane life but he daydreams mm-hmm. about all these like fanciful yeah, or scary yeah. Th- things and it's just this like magical realism of him jumping from one yes. reality to the next and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so cool yeah pitch number three this is a movie i haven't seen but i've been curious about it this is the wolf of wall street ah i also haven't seen this one actually actually yeah and to read the description i pulled off imdb or wikipedia or whatever in 1987 jordan belfort leonardo dicaprio takes an entry-level job at a wall street brokerage firm by the early 1990s, while still in his 20s, okay, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Belfort founds his own firm. Together with his trusted lieutenant, Jonah Hill, and a merry band of brokers, Belfort makes a huge fortune by defrauding wealthy investors out of millions. However, while Belfort and his cronies partake in a hedonistic brew of sex, drugs, and thrills, Woo-hoo. the SEC and the FBI close in on his empire of excess. Uh, I love a story of... Uh, big business antics 
you know, an office that's absolute chaos. Somebody screaming on the phone and throwing papers into a shredder. Uh, (laughs) That's a fun setting for me to be in. You know, we had a, I think this is directed by Martin Scorsese. We've got a a good pedigree behind this film. And I thought now might be a good time to watch it because this is in about the same time frame as Halt and Catch Fire is. Interesting. Yeah. True that. Um, Okay. So pitch number one, Pacific Rim. Pitch Mm. number two, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. And pitch number three, The Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Um, Ooh. Melissa, I will indulge you, finally. (laughs) We're going to go with Pacific Rim. (laughs) Of course we are. I hope you like it. I hope I haven't over-talked up this movie. That's that's okay. It's it's the the like hype for this movie has kind of come and gone. So I'm in for just like I have no expectations. Okay. Except for just like, hey, it's giant robots. I like giant robots. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Godzilla versus Kong just came out on HBO Max. Sure did. Here, you yeah, we're in a time of giant monsters right now. So it seems like the time to watch Pacific Rim. Indeed. Yeah. Pacific Rim. I'm I'm excited to check that one out because yeah, it is one of those ones. It's like how has you how have you specifically, yeah. Kyle, not watching <laughs> this? I'm just like oh no, I just didn't get around yeah, to, and to, like to, to to it. And I'm not one of those people who thinks like certain movies are like oh you must have seen this, particularly not movies that are less than a decade old. But yeah, yeah, exa- yeah you specifically. I'm amazed. Kyle Springer has not seen this film. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, And then you mentioned Halt and Catch Fire. I just want to say, keep Uh in mind that the week after we do Pacific Rim, we will be continuing our coverage of that and watching the fourth and final season of Halt and Catch Fire. Mm -hmm. Um, So be on the lookout for that stuff. So there you go. Melissa. This was fun. This was a good one. It was. Where can the pe- Thanks, people and Snow. find? Yeah. Thank <laughs> you to Brig and Snow for reaching out and recommending this. If you guys are unfamiliar with mm-hmm. him and his work, you guys should go ch- check him him out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Melissa, where can they find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And you can listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. Indeed. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you guys want to stay up to date with our shows here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, Mm -hmm. So go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. You guys know the deal. If you guys have some kind words to say, please go rate and review us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, That would help us out a ton, especially since we're just uh, small time creators. That would help us out Mm -hmm. a bunch. Uh, But yeah. That is about it. I think this is episode 152 of the Whatnots Mm. Review Show. So we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.